No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Isaiah will not rest until the salvation of Zion goes forth to all the world. She shall be called by a new name. Prepare the way for her salvation is coming. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 62 on Simply the Bible. Rest is a wonderful thing. I enjoy a good nap. God rested on the seventh day. He has ordained periods of rest for people, livestock, and even land. He grants sleep to those whom he loves. But there are some things in which we should never rest. We continue in Isaiah chapter 62. For Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. Now, who is speaking here? In verse 6, we will see that God is speaking. Therefore, we infer that he is speaking here as well. He will not hold his peace or rest. But what is he waiting for? He is waiting for Jerusalem's righteousness to go forth as brightness and her salvation as a burning lamp. This will occur during the millennial reign of Christ. That means that through the long, dark centuries where Israel has been despised and persecuted by the nations, God has not rested nor forgotten his people. The good purpose that he has made to them in his time. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no longer be termed forsaken, nor shall your land any more be termed desolate, but you shall be called Hephzibah and your land Beulah, for the Lord delights in you. And your land shall be married, for as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. In that day, God will give Israel a new name. Now, the Lord often changes people's names. He changed Abram's name to Abraham. He changed Jacob's name to Israel. He changed Simon to Peter. In Revelation 2.17, Jesus said, To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. I am looking forward to getting that new name from Jesus. He renames according to his own eternal purposes. Now, Jerusalem will also be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord. When I was 17 years old, I visited London and saw the crown jewels, the glorious crown of the Queen of England. But Jerusalem will be so much more precious to the Lord. Israel will no longer be called forsaken. That is what she has been since she rejected Jesus Christ. 
The Apostle Paul wrote to the Romans in Romans 11.25, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Don't ever think that God is done with Israel. Not so. He has set her aside temporarily until he's done gathering the church from among the Gentiles. But the deliverer will come out of Zion and then all Israel will be saved. In 70 AD, Jerusalem was destroyed by the Romans. Then she became desolate for nearly 1900 years. But today, many Jews have repopulated the land and Israel is a beautiful and productive country. I believe that this is one of the definitive signs that we are now living in the last days. God will have many new names for Israel. Two of them are Hephzibah and Beulah. Hephzibah means my delight is in her. And Beulah means married. God will bring his wife Israel back to himself. Israel's descendants will marry the land as a young man marries his fiance. This probably means that Jews will immigrate to Israel from all over the world, which is, of course, what we are seeing happening today. God will rejoice over them as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride. Now, Cindy and I are coming up on our 38th anniversary, but I still remember our wedding day as though it were yesterday and our five-hour drive to the Northern California coast. The entire way, I was rejoicing that she was my bride. Such will be the love that God has for his wife Israel when he restores her and makes her his delight again. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. God has figuratively set watchmen on the walls of Jerusalem, and that is so that they may intercede for her day and night. While the context is clearly to pray for Jerusalem, this does show that God wants people to intercede to accomplish his will. Certainly, this applies to the United States. How we need to pray that God's purpose for our nation will be fulfilled. We need watchmen on the walls who understand the times and know God's purposes so that they can pray according to his will. God wants people to hold him to his promises. Did you know that? We should pray for things even when we know God has promised to do them. Jesus made this clear when he taught his disciples to pray that God's kingdom would come and his will would be done. God ordains that his promises should be fulfilled through our prayers. Therefore, he encourages us to give him no rest. This should also encourage us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem God wants us to pray without ceasing until he makes Jerusalem a praise throughout all the earth. 
The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength. Surely I will no longer give your grain as food for your enemies. And the sons of the foreigner shall not drink your new wine for which you have labored. But those who have gathered it shall eat it and praise the Lord. Those who have brought it together shall drink it in my holy courts. From the time of the Babylonian invasion by King Nebuchadnezzar in 605 BC to the destruction of the temple by the Romans in 70 AD, the Jews always had an occupying country to which they paid tribute. But today Israel is independent. And while the rest of the world still tells her what to do, Israel is no longer paying tribute to any other nation. But God will bless them above all nations during the kingdom age, and the wealth of the nations will be brought to her. Never again shall her enemies rob her. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people, build up, build up the highway, take out the stones, lift up a banner for the peoples. Several times in the book of Isaiah, the king's highway is mentioned. It brings a sense of anticipation for the coming Messiah. Everything must be prepared. Isaiah says, build up the highway, take out the stones, lift up a banner for the peoples. If Jesus came tonight, how many would be ready to meet him? We must prepare a highway by our prayers, our acts of service, and the word of our testimony where Christ can come into the hearts of people and make them ready for his coming. We must remove the stones of stumbling where we have offended others or misrepresented Christ. And finally, we need to lift up the banner of Christ crucified. For if he is lifted up, then he will draw all men to himself. Indeed, the Lord has proclaimed to the end of the world, say to the daughter of Zion, surely your salvation is coming Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. And they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and you shall be called sought out, a city not forsaken. We must pray for the Jews and proclaim to them, surely your salvation is coming. Messiah is coming soon. And they will be surprised to see that he is the one they rejected. God gives Israel four more names in keeping with their purpose during the kingdom age. The holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, sought out, and a city not forsaken. Everything they lost in forsaking the Lord and rejecting his son will be restored on the day God redeems them and brings them back to himself. Concerning Israel's restoration, Paul wrote to the Romans, for if their being cast away is the reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? In one sense, we're just a big cemetery, but wait until the Lord returns and sets up his millennial kingdom. Then we will be as those who have come alive from the dead. And it's going to be just an amazing time that we can't even begin to fathom when God restores this world as it was prior to the fall. Finally, Warren Wiersbe writes, 
God will have no rest till he accomplishes his purposes for his people. And the world will have no peace till he succeeds. We ought to understand that until Jesus comes again, there will be wars, there will be rumors of wars, there will not be a perfect political system. None of those things will ultimately change until Jesus comes as the Prince of Peace to establish his kingdom on earth and the government will be upon his shoulders. Listen, you don't want to miss this. So let us in the meantime purpose in our hearts to be watchmen on the wall and witnesses for our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us give God no rest. Let's close in prayer. Father, thank you for your presence and for the promises of your word. We do pray, Lord, help us to be those watchmen on the wall. Help us to be faithful in prayer as we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, as we pray for those that don't know you, Lord, that they will be ready to meet you when you come. And Lord, help us be your witnesses, Lord Jesus. Empower us to be your witnesses by your Holy Spirit, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Isaiah foresees the day of the Lord when he will judge the nations alone. But Isaiah also remembers God's mercy towards his people in saving them. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.